Father, we come once again. In Jesus' name, we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. We give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, as we study about Jesus. You will bring to completion the good work that you have started in all of us and you will help us to know you better. In Jesus' name, I consecrate all the people who are listening to this to you, Lord, and I consecrate this time and this place. Thank you for everything that you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. In the plan of God, God gives us certain signs 
because he knows the end from the beginning before a car is bought out in the market there are some things that the company says this car will have nowadays in the information age with the internet we have what is known as leaks apple will leak its new product whether it's iphone 13 or the new ipad or we leak some parts of it so that it gets people excited but we do not know for sure whether these leaks are accurate or not but in case of the advertisements for cars sometimes they are exaggerated you know they'll talk about these things and that things and all that but when it comes to the real use of it daily i don't know do you understand but that is not how god operates and god gave us some prophecies that were fulfilled and that could only be fulfilled by jesus christ so each prophecy that we're going to cover today is part of what god prophesied about his first coming that is jesus's first advent his death and his resurrection so what is prophesied is fulfilled in the new testament and is prophesied in the old testament so we're going to study about what is in the old testament and what is in the new testament the exact scriptures we're going to do in the bible study but we're going to just study the topics today what has been prophesied what has god said about jesus the christ who's going to fulfill all the prophecies now this is not to be taken for granted for example jesus was sold or given in hand by luke uh, by by judas for 30 pieces of silver he was betrayed by judas yes now when you look at the scripture it is exact that 30 pieces of silver should have been paid and with that money later some a field should have been bought and all that so we can say that there is a 10 millionth of a chance that jesus fulfilled it that means among 10 million people jesus could have been one person who fulfilled that so there to do you understand so if you take 20 million people then there could have been two people fulfilling that do you want to understand yeah because it's exact but when you take that 30 pieces of silver and you take all the prophecies and i have forwarded just eight prophecies that 20 million or 10 million becomes an incredibly vast number that obviously nobody can fulfill all the prophecies yet jesus fulfilled all of them 
Do you, do you understand? That means God knew what he was going to what was going to happen and Jesus fulfilled all the prophecies. We're going to study some of them. Do you understand? So it is popularly believed that there are 300 prophecies about uh, his first coming and if you like some of the prophecies are repeating so if you put them together maybe there are 100 prophecies but actually there are more do you understand we are talking about only his first coming we're not talking about the end of days or the second coming or whatever all the prophecies concerning that now there are some prophecies in the new testament as well regarding the end of days and his second coming because he hasn't come yet yes but we're going to look at some of the prophecies in the old testament that were fulfilled by Jesus Christ that could have been fulfilled only by him all these prophecies were fulfilled by him what do i mean by that no one else could fulfill all the prophecies maybe they could fulfill one prophecy but not all the prophecies some of the prophecies like the virgin birth cannot be fulfilled by anyone except for the lord do you understand god has to do that miracle which is why some people believe that that miracle will be duplicated in cloning for the antichrist do you understand what i'm saying yeah so all that is um, to be studied in a future episode but right now let's just look at the prophecies there are Now, first prophecy there is in the Bible about Jesus is the prophecy of the seed of the woman who would bruise the head of the serpent. Now the seed belongs to a man, but what God prophesied was there would be a woman arising who would have the seed not from a man he's talking about virgin birth and you find that even in isaiah chapter 7 do you understand but do you understand yes so the seed of the woman you um in the old testament for example is in genesis 3:15 i'm not going to cover all the scriptures but i just want to you to know all this So uh, it says I will put enemy between you and the woman between your seed and her seed he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel So the seed is in a man but here's a woman with that seed Do you understand biologically this is this is impossible but it was possible only with God and the fulfillment of that prophecy you will find in the new testament in galatians 4:4 says when the fullness of time had come god sent forth his son born of a woman born under a law that is in if you read in 1 john 3:8 he says he whose sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this is the purpose of the son of god who was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil that means what he destroyed the work of the devil that 
part of the prophecy is fulfilled. Now the virgin birth, the virgin gave birth to whom? Jesus, do you understand? And, and the virgin was Mary, yes? Do you understand? Because she was a virgin and uh, uh, Joseph said, okay, this cannot be so. And he was going to divorce her. Do you understand? Yes. So again, you find that fulfillment in the New Testament. But I just want you to know that in every aspect, this has been fulfilled. Yeah, I, I think I don't, I'm not going to go through all the scriptures now, but I just wanted you to understand. So that, that this would be a seed of a woman. And this is the prophecy about Jesus Christ. Then the second prophecy is that Jesus Christ or the Christ will be the descendant of Abraham. Remember God abandoned all humanity at the Tower of Babel and then he chose Abraham. And through him a tribe. And the tribe became a nation. Yes? Do you understand? So he be a descendant of Abraham. Not only that, Abraham had Isaac. So he'd be a descendant of Isaac. Not only that, Isaac had Jacob. So he'd be a descendant of Jacob. Meaning, not from the other kids that Abraham had or Isaac had. And when you come to Jacob, you have the, you have how many children? Twelve children. From that, God chose the tribe of Judah. Do you, do you understand? So he'd be a descendant in the tribe of Judah. And when you follow that line all the way to David, he'll be a descendant of David. So he's known as the son of David also. But there is a prophecy saying that, that the Christ shall be heir to David's throne. When you go to Luke one thirty-two, to Mary was prophesied that Christ would be the heir to David's throne. But that hasn't happened yet. Do you understand? That will happen in the future. And in Revelation 5.5, 5, when you look at the way it's translated, he says, But one of the 24 elders said to me, Stop weeping. Look, the line of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, he has won the victory. This is talking about Jesus Christ. Do you, do you understand? Yeah, this is when no one could open the seal. God prophesied that the Christ would be anointed and eternal. And that he be anointed by the Spirit of God. In the Old Testament, if you're called by God, he gave you his Holy Spirit. Not everybody had or could have the Holy Spirit. Only those chosen ones. But now in the new covenant, all you have to do is ask if you belong to Christ and obey him. Do you understand? That is a difference. And it's prophesied in the Old Testament also that the Spirit will be poured out among all men. Men means also women also, yeah? So, 
It is prophesied that Christ be born in Bethlehem. I spoke about that a little bit when when we spoke on the book of Ruth, yes? And then the slaughter of the children is prophesied. That means it is also prophesied that Christ will be born at a specific time. Not only that, he'll be born of a virgin. Do you understand? Even his flight to Egypt is prophesied. Jo- Joseph had a dream saying, look, you know, take the child, take the mother, get out of this place. For the people are seeking to kill the child. So then he fled to Egypt. Even that is prophesied, yes? So before his ministry started, there was someone sent to prepare a way. Even that is prophesied. A forerunner that would precede the Christ. John the Baptist, yes? That is prophesied, yes? And that, that this Christ would be preceded by Elijah. Now, in spirit and what happens in flesh and all that, we'll cover later. But it is declared that this Christ will be the Son of God. Do you do, do understand that? Yes? So all these prophecies were fulfilled by Jesus. Like, for example, you take the disciples. When they talked about Jesus, they didn't have the New Testament written because the New Testament is about what the disciples did. Yes? What did they have? These prophecies. So they could only talk about what was prophesied. Now, what is happening nowadays is that People are saying, oh, we don't need the Old Testament because it's old. We need to know what God has said. Do you you understand? Otherwise, we'll miss out on what has been prophesied and what is going to happen. Why Jesus did what he did. Am I clear so far? That we pray. 
As the song said, there is healing, there is grace. It is prophesied that Jesus the Christ will have a ministry in healing, that he would heal. It is also prophesied that he would have a Galilean ministry, that he would be from Galilee. It is also prophesied that he will speak in parables. You should know all this, all the things that are fulfilled by Christ. It is prophesied that he will be a prophet. And it is also prophesied that he will have God's own name applied to him. And not only that, it is prophesied that he will have the power to bind up the brokenhearted. In fact, that is how he started his ministry preaching. It is also prophesied that he will be rejected by his own people, that is the Jews. In Isaiah 53, 3, it says, He was despised and rejected by men. That is talking about the whole mankind. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. And again it speaks about him in Isaiah 63.3 in Psalm 69.89. You find the fulfillment of that in the New Testament. In John 1.11 it says, He came to his own and his own did not receive him. All these prophecies were fulfilled by one man, and that is Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. And these were foretold beforehand, and they were fulfilled, and it's impossible even if you wanted to fulfill them. But they were fulfilled, and the Bible says, so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. He was adored by great persons. That's prophesied. He's a priest after or in the order of Melchizedek. This is important because he's not an, a, a priest in the Aaronic priesthood. When you look at the Aaronic priesthood, the extent of that or, or, or the genealogy of that, at the time of Jesus, Caiaphas was the high priest. Ni, if you look at that, he, the Aaronic priesthood, is the one who crucified Jesus, even though it was the Romans. So, there's a lot more to this, but you understand that Jesus Christ did not come to condemn you, that he is not fulfilling the Aaronic priesthood, but he's a priest after the order of Melchizedek. There's a lot more to this, but... I just wanted you to understand this. Not only that, there was a triumphal entry. 
That means he entered Jerusalem with triumph on a donkey, yes? But I got news for you. When he comes again, he's not coming on a donkey. He's coming in a horse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The donkey symbolizes humility. The horse symbolizes majesty. Yeah, there's a lot more to it, but you understand. Not only that, he's adored by infants. Again, some people do not believe him. That again is prophesied. And that he would be betrayed by a close friend. And that he would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. I've spoken about that earlier. And that he would be accused by false witnesses. All this is prophesied. Not only would he be accused by false witnesses, he'll be silent to the accusations. It's impossible for me to say silent if someone accuses me falsely. I'll either hate the fellow or I'll do something very nasty. Do you understand? But Jesus kept quiet, yeah? He kept quiet for me and for you. Do you understand? He was silent to all the accusations which were false. People even spat on him and struck him. I think that requires a lot of patience because according to the word, according to what Jesus said, he had legions of angels under his command. If I were in Jesus' place, I would waste that fellow and his family, yeah? Do you understand, yeah? But thank God Jesus took my place, yes? Do you understand what I'm saying, yes? He was hated without reason. He offered a substitutionary or a vicarious sacrifice. That means he died in our place. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, he became sin who knew no sin. God made him sin. There was a substitution made for you and me. Do you understand? Yes? 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that. And he was crucified with thieves, with malefactors, with people who were no good. Remember, he took our place, yes? He actually, that cross was, dis, was designated for Barabbas. But he took Barabbas' place also. Do you understand? And it was prophesied that he, he was pierced through his hands and feet. All this is fulfilled by Jesus. In Psalm 22, verse 16 and 17, he says, For dogs have surrounded me, the congregation of the wicked has enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet, I can count all my bones, and they look and stare at me. In Luke 24, 39, he says, Behold my hands and my feet, do you understand? And, and that was an identifying mark.
these prophecies, like I said, could only have been fulfilled by the Messiah. This was a sign from God for those who were seeking him. If the Jews had looked and studied the scriptures, like Jesus said, they would have seen that the scriptures were speaking about him. In fact, Jesus said to the Jews, to the Pharisees, you seek the scriptures and I'm standing right in front of you. And the scripture is speaking about me. Do you understand? So, and what did the Pharisees do? They rejected him. And that is also prophesied. That he was sneered and mocked. And that he was reproached by men. Do you understand? By those who uphold the law. But, but that, again, did not deter Jesus for praying for his enemies. That also is prophesied. Do you understand? All of this was fulfilled. And that we read earlier, the soldiers gambled for his clothing. Even that is prophesied. He was forsaken by God. Even that is prophesied. And no bones were broken. Even that is prophesied. Why was there no bone broken because the lamb of God had to be perfect he could not have any bones broken and Jesus was the lamb of God do you understand there are a lot of things in there if you study that it makes sense and that would only fit Jesus the Messiah and his side was pierced even that is prophesied. And when he died, or when he gave up his spirit, he was buried with the rich. Even that is prophesied. And the fact that he was resurrected, that is prophesied. It is prophesied about his ascension to God's right hand. Like in Psalm 16, 7, or 16, 11, it says, You will show me the path of life. Your, in your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. When you read that casually, you will find a lot of meanings in that. But this is the messianic prophecy. In Psalm 68, verse 18, it says, You have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts among men, even from the rebellious, that the Lord God might dwell there. It goes on. But the fulfillment is in the New Testament, when you go to Mark sixteen nineteen, say so then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up to heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And it goes on. But we are talking about his ascension to God's right hand. There's a variableness to this. It is as deep as you want it. You understand? Some people 
they just want Jesus like a grocery store. When it's convenient for them, they'll uh, do something. The other people think they can bribe Jesus by giving him tithe or offering or something. Every month if they do that, God is bound to do something for them. That is also nonsense. You must seek him to have a relationship. You must know him and he must know you. And this is the purpose of Jesus the Messiah, to reconcile you back to God. And in John 17, 3, it says, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This knowing is an intimate knowledge. It's based on a relationship that leads to fellowship with our God. And those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And this is why it is important to know what God has said the Messiah would be. What are you going to believe Jesus Christ for? This is what God has said. Do you understand? There was a band called the Beatles. When they split up, one of the, one of the members of the band released a song called My Sweet Lord. A lot of Christians thought, okay, that is a Christian song. In fact, it starts out by singing Hallelujah, praise the Lord. But it ends up singing Hare Krishna and all kind of nonsense. Do you understand? Don't be deceived. That is not a Christian song, yes? And I think that God took him to task because he was sued for plagiarism. Because this song sounds just like another song that was there before. And those people who had written those songs took him to court. Do you understand? Yeah? So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that this is authentic. This is real. You cannot prove it false even if you try. I've tried and I've tried. Do you understand? But God himself appeared to me and saved me. And he will do the same for you because he's not partial to anybody. But we need to seek him. Is that clear? Yes? Hallelujah.
concerning you. These are the prophecies given by God and we are diligent to study them, to honor them and to live by them. Thank you Lord, hallelujah, that the word will bear fruit in each one of us hundredfold. Thank you, Lord, in our weakness, your strength is made complete. We give you all praise and we give you all glory in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you were blessed with our Sunday sermon from the Coaching Lampstand. See you next week. God bless you.